Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's it. There's a new member of the Final Four Club. And they hail from Lubbock, Texas. Celebrating in the streets in Lubbock. Wow. Texas Tech Monday night will be playing for the national championship. Welcome on, welcome all to the Tortillas and Takes podcast. You are on once again with your boy, Albie Shore, and it is the Red Raider Roundup. That's right. We have been talking baseball and softball for the last, I don't know what, two months. Um, and softball season's over, baseball is getting into their postseason. But before we get into more of that, we gotta we gotta do a recap of the other spring sports. We gotta talk about track. Got to talk about tennis. We got to talk about that man, Ludwig. And Ludwig's number one fan is in the studio with me, and that is People's Champ, Jeremy Gillen. What's up, Jeremy? Happy to be here. We are happy to put down the bats for a minute and talk about other sports because Texas Tech does quite a bit in the springtime, and we have a lot of athletes who are doing a lot out there. And so it's just it's just high time we give them a little bit of coverage, Albie. It is high time for coverage. I mean, actually, as we're recording this, uh, Texas Tech baseball did did get a W today. So that's you know, it's it's a it's a fun times, fun times in in Lubbock as we as we speak, right? But um, it's even funner times when you are a fan of this Texas Tech track team. Now, I personally love track and field. I love it when it's on the Olympics. I love the uh, uh, summer championships when it comes around. Um, I go to the I used to go to the Texas relays back down in Austin. I I just went to the uh, I checked out the pen relays this year. Like I'm a big track fan, and I picked the right school to attend. Being a big track fan because the Texas Tech track program is truly, and if you don't know this, truly one of the best track uh, programs in the country. Now, obviously, the team won the national championship just a few years ago, uh, but Wes Kitley has really started up an incredible program, and that has not ended this year. Right now, as we speak. Jeremy, the Texas Tech men's outdoor track and field team is ranked sixth in the country, and the women tied for their highest ranking of all time. They are ranked second in the country. Uh, what is your initial reaction to those rankings? These are some studs. You you pointed it out. Wes Kelly's done a really good job at curating a tremendous track culture and a track team built around that, that we have so many studded athletes that like if you look across the board from the 100 to the 400 hurdles to the mile relay to the freaking javelin i mean every athlete that he's putting out there is in like the top 25 like they are doing exceptionally well in their respect like not only do they work together uh, collectively as a unit when it comes to you know getting points for when it comes to 
you know, different track meets, but individually, like the goals that each of these athletes brings forward, like it is tremendous how many like Olympiads Wes Kitley has coached. Can we talk about that? Like how many amazing athletes that come out of the track and field program that go on to represent their countries. Like <laughs> this is, this is a, this is the vastly underrated, vastly under talked about program at Texas tech outside of maybe meat judging. Um, I mean, what can, what else can you say? These guys are amazing. I mean, they are, this is, this has been the, a, a really just standard program. I will say this. We talk about, you know, how great basketball has been recently, how great baseball has been recently. In my opinion, the best program, oh shit, talking mushrooms. <laughs> oh, sorry, I was too excited, uh, folks. So we talk about how <laughs> we talk about how good the uh, basketball program has been recently, and the baseball program has been recently. Uh, but I would say that the number one program in the school is the track and field program. I, I think they have been the most. The most consistently good program year in and year out. Um, and then this year is is like I, I mentioned earlier that tied is second ranking tied for the highest ranking I've ever had. This is probably arguably the most well-rounded women's team that we've ever had. This team, so starting off with the women, finished second in the Big 12 championship and uh would have won the Big 12 if they didn't if they weren't in the same conference as the behemoth that is the Texas Longhorns. Listen, the Texas Longhorns women's track team is I can't even front. They're pretty amazing. They're the number t- Texas Tech right now is ranked second in the country. Uh, Texas is ranked first in the country. Yeah. Um, and so AM, AM, who has a, 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 a mammoth women's track program as well, is ranked third. So rounding out the top three in the entire country is Texas, Texas Tech, and Texas AM. Right. Um, Public universities. Program, man. I mean, they, they, that Big 12. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the program is, is did a great job at the Big 12 championship. Right. They, they went out there. Uh, they had Sydney, Sydney Sapp did a great job in the high jump being the big 12 champion in the high jump there, uh, school records, uh, uh, set in the women's four by one, right. With Virginia Curley, Kia Duberry Gay, Demisha Roswell, and Rosemary Chikuma. Um, and of course, you know, every great team is led by, I mean, a few years ago, we talked about Sally Kipiego, who's one of the greatest Red Raiders of all time, but you got to have that anchor, that person who brings it all together. And I feel like this team is led by Ruth Asura, right? Ruth is the big 12 champion in the triple jump. Um, she is an Olympian herself, right? Or a future Olympian, I should say. She, there were some issues with the last Olympics, but we won't get into that. But, um, just an absolute, just, uh, she is, she's just incredible. Anytime she's, she's always going to win almost every meet that she's been in. She's been great this year. And these are the people that are really leading uh, this women's track team. Yeah. Those West regionals. If you look, if you look across the board, it is uh, Ruth Asuro who's really leading all those jump events between the long jump and the triple jump. I mean, triple jump, she's leading right now in, in the, in the standings with, you know, pretty much 14 meters. <laughs> let me, let me, let me hold on. That's wild. How, how long is 14 that's, meters? Bro, that's wild. Let me let me what, let me just what <laughs> yeah. animal is yeah, we're Americans here. Okay? 14 meters. <laughs> we're, we, don't, we, don't, we don't do this meters thing. <laughs> what is this? Canada? Okay. <laughs> okay. So 14 meters. Uh a giraffe, an average giraffe is about no. An average giraffe is about five meters. No. Is Ruth Soro jumping yeah, about three right. giraffes? 
<laughs> she's jumping three giraffes. She, she's, she's out jumping here three jumping giraffes. three she's, giraffes. She's yeah, this is incredible. Like she's this amazing. is a this is what um, this is what it means to be an Olympian. Like you are doing things that are just not possible by man, like by it. the human race. <laughs> You got to you got to jump three giraffes. You have to so, jump three giraffes. Um, but the women, so the women's track team did come second in the Big Twelve Championships. It was actually a, a fight in there, like I said, with with Tech and, and Texas. Uh, Texas did barely beat us out for, uh, by ten points. Um, on the other side, flip side of that, the men finished third in the Big Twelve Championships, but like I said, uh, still sixth overall in the country. Um, an incredible team there, and that team, you know, who is the divine Oduduro uh, uh, of this team? Gotta be my man, Moad Zahafi. I know, man. I know. It's not great. But it's gotta be my man, Moad Zahafi. All right. Moad Zahafi um, is the number one runner in the world right now, or collegiate in the world right now, uh, in the 800. Right? He's another guy. We will see him in the Olympics. Um, Third all-time, third best run all-time in Moroccan history. He is, he's just amazing. Anytime he runs, he sets the stage on fire. Moad's a hoppy. Moad's a hoppy is a great, but also I want to point out our, uh, another jumper who's really good on the men's side is Chris Welsh. Uh, we talked about, you know, what was the, almost 15, 15 uh, meters for our girl Ruth. Um, Chris Welsh, 16 and a half, three, three giraffes and then some, Um but like you said, I mean, there's a number of, and this is something we were talking about, is that there's a number of athletes in this track program that are just phenomenally good. I mean, especially like Moad Zahafi is like that dude for this this cycle of track athletes being that leader of the 800 uh, really in the, essentially in the world. I'll, I'll say it. Um, but you've got other, you've got tremendous athletes in Malik Medivar. You've got uh, Malik Kendall, another Malik. You've got... Um, Jalen Seals. I mean, there's a lot of tremendous track athletes that just kind of it, it's weird to see them sit at sixth in the nation. Um, but again, I think that's some of our some of our what's what's a good we're spoiled with that national track team. Right. Um, but, oh, yeah, but these are just like these are a tremendous athletes, a top 10, top six. Like we're we're up there, baby. Like we are one of the best track teams in the nation. Also, man, I do got to shout out my favorite track runner, um, and that is that is my guy out there on the four hundred hurdles, Malik Medivere, uh, uh, hitting the you know stunting on all of them at the Big Twelve Championships, hitting that hitting that uh, horns down off top. Right, he is he's a guy that if he sees the camera, he's gonna point to the camera, he's gonna wink at the camera, he's gonna say, "Hey, man, I'm about to whoop all these guys in the race real quick." See you in a little bit. Let me whoop all those guys in the race real quick, and he sees you in a little bit. Like that is that is that swag. Calls that, a shot, um, man. Yeah. Disregard. He calls a shot, right? And so Malik uh, Medivere is a guy that I absolutely have to shout out. Um, uh, and then of course Courtney Lindsay in both the one hundred and two hundred as well. So uh, on the who and so anybody else you want to shout out on the men's side? I mean, there's a bunch, but it would take too long. So no. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. As we and before we get off of the women's side, I do want to also big shout out seasons usual. How do we go this long without talking about seasons usual? Right. Oh, this can throw. Uh, she's one of the best throwers in the entire country. She is wildly good. All right. All right. Throwing almost sixty meters. We're back in Canadian. Uh, Canadian. Throwing almost sixty meters. meters uh, <laughs> how many drafts is that? Hold on. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll figure. You keep talking. I'll figure something out. 
<laughs> yeah, but season's usual is is has been incredible this year as well. Um, uh, she she is somebody that has has also been a leader for this women's women's track team, track and field team as a former district store myself. Game recognized game. Um, and she's very season's cool. usual. Uh, do we able to look that up? Throwing June? the equivalent of two blue whale links <laughs> uh, of a that's uh, incredible, man. Not nothing. It's all usual to season's usual, man. I'm telling you what. Go home. I, I, <laughs> Go I am home. Let's do it. <laughs> Go home. All right. All right. So that's the that's the track team. In our Red Raider roundup, so I'm, you know, I not enough can be said about them. Uh, but there's the season's not over. Like we've only been talking about the Big 12 championships. The NCAA championships are coming up. Both teams will be looking at an NCAA championship uh, to hang. I, I know the men are going to hope to bring in the second ever Big NCAA championship in program history. But the women actually have the better the the better chance at it. They got a real shot at this. I mean, if we're being honest. There's only one team that stands in our way. We were 10 points away from beating them in the Big 12. And I think it'll be a three-team race for that national championship between Tech, Texas Tech, or Texas and Texas A&M. Uh, I do think Florida will also be in it. They're another team that have really been close as far as being one of the best teams in the country. But outside of the, it's really just those four. One of those four teams will win the NCAA championship. And uh man, would it be absolutely fantastic? Another notch on Wes Kitley's belt if the winner there was the Texas Tech women's team. So uh, kudos to them. Hope to see them do great things in the NCAA championships. So next, and, and if you want to do great things for yourself, you got to hit up my man, the franchise coach, right? Adam Goldman uh, at franchisecoach.net. What he does is he is a career franchiser, right? This is what he went to. It's what he's always done. He's been a, a, an incredible entrepreneur, and now he's taking all the knowledge that he has built up in his career and passing it on to you and making sure that you can do what you need to do to expand your portfolio and to get your own franchise, something so you can have Jeremy's Dunkin' Donuts, right? So we can have uh, uh, Kenzie's More of a shipless Orange guy. Theory. I don't know, right? <laughs> okay, Jeremy, I don't care what you are, right? <laughs> but you know who does care what you are? Adam Goldman does. Right, so make sure you go to franchisecoach.net and let him use his 20-year career uh, to get the knowledge that he has from over his 20-year career to help you out. Um, and as, as far as how much money you're going to have to pay him, I'll let you know here. You get to pay him free 99 That's right. Not a single penny will actually be have to pay to Adam Goldman because he doesn't get paid till you get paid. He gets paid on the back end of there. He only takes commission at the end of you becoming a new entrepreneur. So that is franchisecoach.net. Um, Jeremy, so as we talked about track, talked about track and field and, and the amazing things that they're doing, one season has ended, and that is the men and women's tennis teams. Now, kudos to them. Both teams went to the NCAA tournament, um, and which is absolutely incredible. I mean, very few teams in the entire country sent both uh, men and women to the NCAA tournament. That kind of shows the strength of the Red Raider tennis program. Um, all together, the men lasted a little bit longer. They ended up going to the, or sorry, I said the, the men, the women lasted a little bit longer going to the round of 32 uh, to where the men ended up losing to Auburn in the opening round. But like I said, just going to the NCAA tournament really shows the strength of both of these rosters. Yeah. I, and I, 
I mean, the men's team has had some kind of really good ups and downs throughout the season. And it, it wasn't, it was more of as when they entered the NCAA tournament, it was kind of a question of, you know, which team is going to show up today? Are they going to come with the energy? Um, I, I think that Auburn just came out a lot stronger than, I mean, obviously they came out a lot stronger than they did. I mean, both in the singles, uh, but also in double. It's just, it was a really tough weekend for, um, <clears throat> it was a really tough weekend for men's tennis. And I mean, you know, you had uh, here's here's a funny thing. If you want to practice names, there's two good places you can go. One, the Old Testament, and two is the Texas Tech tennis team, men or women's. Uh, so you've got, I mean, Demetrios Azoidis is he had a re- tremendous game in singles, putting really the lone boy, the really had the lone point for Tech throughout that uh, matchup against Auburn. Um, really good for him to uh, he he. He, he increased his win total to a team best 15 for the season. He did really well, but it was really doubles that kind of took out took out Texas Tech there. Uh, on the women's side, I mean, here we go again. You know, Margarita Scriabina, Margarita Scriabina, um, and then God forgive me, Avelina Saivetinova. Like we've got, I mean, they played a they two really good singles ladies who are are. are play tremendous game uh, when they're by themselves, but um, doubles kind of another bear uh, well, bear against the cow bears. Uh, doubles is another thing that we just kind of really struggled against cow and cow just got the better of us. That one ends in the round of 32 cow winning over tech four uh, Oh, but you got a lot of good singles performances, just not enough to really bring it home. And you can't even be mad at that. Cow's one of the best teams in the country. I think some of the other key wins, uh, for the women's program. I mean, Jeremy, you talked about that Loyola Marymount first round victory. Uh, some other key wins winning at TCU to end the season in a 4-0 stinker, right? Just just totally getting them out of the pain as well. Uh, a win over the 28th ranked uh, Iowa State Cyclones was a big win at home there. Um, and then also we're going on the road to defeat Kansas State earlier this season and we're going on the road to defeat Nebraska this season also ranked. So um, a, couple, a couple of instances there where Texas Tech had some good wins on the women's side. Um, as far as on the men's side, beating both Oklahoma teams in back-to-back fashion, um, both close, tight-knit games, right? Four three sets, um, both, both against ranked Oklahoma teams, both times you're doing it. Very impressive there on the men's side. Also beating Tulsa earlier this year. But really, we just, let me say something. We own the state of Oklahoma when it comes to tennis, right? Um, if you're from Oklahoma, you try to play tennis in Lubbock, Texas, don't even try it. Don't even try it. It ain't, it ain't for you, right? And so... Um, so we absolutely good job on both sides. And I'm so very glad that you drew the short stick and had to name all those names. Oh God. Because they've been rough. Well, and I wanted to point out one more people thing. People have listened to this podcast oh. long enough. Yeah. They know that we, we I was gonna say people listen to the podcast long enough to know that it ain't it ain't yeah, it's not it's not me. It's it's I, f- I feel like we have a subsection of fa- of listeners that, that just try to say, Oh, well, they're talking talking tennis today. <laughs> let's see them try to pronounce these yeah. names uh okay sorry we're so sorry we try and at least we try i, I was going to say that the men's side of the things uh auburn like when they go another thing i wanted to mention about the matchup auburn has just played more tennis like they've gotten more matchups this season and they were coming into this game a lot like a lot hotter than texas tech was so uh but tech ends the year was 14 and 12 on the men's side and then the women's side, 15-11. Really not that bad when it comes to tennis. Good programs getting to the tournament once again. Uh, not as far as we'd like to go. But, you know, there's a lot of youth here that they can build on. Oh, and also not to mention. Yeah, uh, no, absolutely. Women, Tech's women just picked up uh, Florida International. Uh, uh, oh, God, here we go again. The four, uh, They just picked up a Florida International transfer, Angela, or Angela Scorobonia. 
Um, a tremendous tennis athlete who's looking to increase her game. And I think she's going to get a really good opportunity here uh, at Texas Tech. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, that's on the tennis side. Uh, it's going to be able to do and, I, and you know, like you said, great things that we're going to be able to build off of having both programs go to the NCAA tournament, I think is only a stepping stone to the next one. And we'll be able to go uh, be personally. My next stepping stone is to drink this, drink this alky right over at Fields of Gold. Pop open the Chardonnay at Fields of Gold. Uh, remember, every portion uh, anything that you donate is going to charity. So wait, how you donate? Drink up, right? You, you buy you buy a case. Some of that goes to charity. So get some get you out fields of gold. If you want to know the link, after we post, we usually anytime that we have these podcast episodes, we post the links to uh, both the franchise coach and fields of gold afterwards. So especially on that fields of gold one, click that, get you a case, make that donation. Um, but as and, you know, and me personally, the sport that I love to drink the most. So really, if I'm going to take that Fields of Gold wine bottle and 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 drink it up, it's going to be on the golf course. And golf has been a topic. Texas Tech golf has been a topic, not just casually, but on our Twitter feed. Right, Jeremy, you you, you be on the Twitter feed a lot. And uh, uh, you shouted out your boy. You're the you're his. I, listen, I don't care you, what anybody else says. You've been his number one fan. All right, you've been his number one fan, and I'm talking about no no one else other than Ludwig Aberg. Um, talk talk about your man, man. So Ludwig Aberg is the best uh, golf player ever to come out of Sweden. Uh, uh, truthfully, man, I mean he is currently on the Ben Hogan Award. Uh, or no, he got he was named the Ben Hogan Award winner this past Monday. Um, he is on the Haskins Award. Um, which honors player of the year in the men's college golf selected by collegiate golfers, coaches, members of the golf media. I mean, he is, and after his performance in the big 12 just has tremendously rocketed up a lot of people's, um, a lot of people's, uh, just awareness. Like who is this guy? Where is he coming from? Uh, he's number two. I think he's coming into the national tournament at number two in world amateur golf rankings and golf stat collegiate rankings, which is a pretty big deal for college, uh, college golfers. You know, he won the 20, he won this Big 12 champion. He was eight under par for his fourth collegiate victory overall. I mean, Arberg, Arberg has like the highest ceiling right now for Texas Tech golfers and is looked at one of the as one of the favorites as they're going into the NCAA Men's Golf Championship this weekend at the at the uh, Greyhawk Golf Club. That's in Scottsdale. So conditions wise, he's ready. Like he, he's got all the accolades behind him. He's got a lot of momentum behind him. Um, he's calm, cool, and collected. Like uh, Ludwig is just prepared to kind of be the leader for this Texas Tech men's golf team as we go into the tournament. And I'm really excited to see how like he is very much like his performance really kind of anchors people upwards. So more of like a balloon, I guess. Um, it just really propels the team in a, in a very positive way. And so that's the, that that's the kind of guy that you need on a team like this. No, absolutely. I mean, it's he he's our anchor. Right, he he gonna lead us the way, lead us the way for sure. Um, like you already mentioned, we are gonna be going to the NCAA championship. Uh, so it, as a team, right? It's not just it's not just Aberg. It's uh, the team is gonna go to the NCAA champ, championship after finishing third out there in the Connecticut regional. Um, and along with Aberg, I mean, some other guys who wanna wanna uh, shout out there: Bard Skogan, Andy Lopez, Callum Scott, uh, Carl Didrick, Men Fozaz, 
and Sandy Scott um, or, or, or have really been kind of coming down the down the way and helping out coach catch Greg Sands, right? Greg Sands is Greg Sands is actually the second longest tenured coach on campus, only behind our guy Wes Kitley. Um, and he's he has done a really good job as far as have building this tech men's program. Uh, tech will be with Texas and Florida in the next round of the NCAA tournament. So that should be fun, right? It's mm. always fun when tech is happy <laughs> to be with Texas. And last time in the uh in the Big 12 championship, we, it was like three Texas players in the top 10, all trailing our boy, our boy Ludwig. So um it was absolutely great to see. So uh, it, it'll be interesting to see as far as what the team does in the NCAA championships, but I'm actually ready. Some of the other pro, uh, results that they've had this year, excuse me. Um, they finished f- second of 19 teams out in the, uh, Hawaiian open. Um, they also finished second out in Cabo. Re- okay. I, I figured this out, right? Cause I'm just now I'm rattling all some of the things here. They finished third in the Thunderbird collegiate, uh, open in Phoenix. If it's a vacation spot. Oh, this team going to ball mm-hmm. Right. If it is a vacation spot, the only exception is they finished third in College Station, and that's not that's not a vacation, vacation spot. Nobody's no, going there. That's not a vacation spot, right? But they see they also finished seventh in Fayetteville. That's why they finished seventh. Like, don't nobody care about no Fayetteville. They're not having a good right? time. Like, that's not a, that's not a place. Like, this not having a good time, right? So NCAA tournaments out in Scottsdale. And Scottsdale's a good time. So I expect good, uh, good things from the uh, from the men's side uh, for the for for the golf team on the men's side. So. Um, as far as on the women's side, uh, so the women's side, we, there, unfortunately, there is no Ludwig's on the women's side, but still, still a lot of good performances this year. Uh, they did finish the season tied for seventh in the Stanford regional, um, but still a, a lot of good showings this year as it went out. They finished second in the Red Raider match play. I uh, won a couple of invitationals, winning the Trinity Force Invitational out in Dallas and winning the Mountain View Collegiate, Invita- uh, uh, Collegiate out in Tucson, Arizona. Finishing second in Houston in the Icon Classic, second in the Columbia Classic. So still a very good season on the women's side that unfortunately has just recently come to an end in the region. Yeah, you had I mean, you had a lot of good performances throughout the year. And I think that we just played under our potential in the regional. Uh, our best performance of the day or of the of that regional was Anna Dong, who finished four over par, which for me is a effing fabulous like that. Wow, I could never do that good. Um, but that's good enough for tied for 19th. And so after her, you know, you got uh, Amy Taylor, uh, five over par, and then Gala Dumez was uh, six. over. So it just kind of went up and up. And so it was really hard for these ladies to get it, you know, back in control when they kind of start slipping early. And so that's why we ended up, you know, tied for seventh with Kentucky. It's just not enough to get get over that hump and move forward. So kind of a tough finish for a year that I would say shouldn't be reflected on by the Stanford Regional. I think we did really good throughout this year in a number of different uh, events. It's just like, man, it's, some days you just don't got it and that's OK. Um, but that's just kind of how the season ended. It just kind of on a uh, we just petered out. You know, some days you just don't got it. And if you're anything like me, you don't got it any day you play golf. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't either. I don't know what it feels like to got it when it comes to golf. No. <laughs> just, listen, I, uh, you know, I've had success in many other sports. Golf just ain't one of them. I have not, I have not uh, found out what that's, what a good day feels like. So maybe one of these days I will. Um, but that's kind of our Red Raider roundup when it comes to the spring sports. Um, you know, a lot of the times these, these sports don't get enough love, but like I said, the track team is absolutely bananas. They deserve all the love in the world. Uh, Ludwig Aberg deserves all the love in the world. Um, I, I wanted, 
you know, I didn't want to end this podcast on a sour note. I mean, no, you know, I take it back. It's a positive note. Shout out to Mito. Okay, shout out to Mito. Um, we, you know, in the last pod, we were uh, we were a little sad. Me and David, me and David were a little sad because we had just seen the the ending of the of the match, and, and he didn't end up ended up not winning the PJ Championship. But a Red Raider finished third in the PGA Championship. And yes, I know he was leading all day, and it kind of came out at the end. But that is still a wildly major accomplishment. And like I said, I have never finished third at any uh, golf event in my life. Even if it's between three people, I will somehow still finish fourth. So shout out to Mito uh, Pereira for doing an incredible job in the PGA Championship. And really taking it on the chin. I mean, he recognized that, hey, just had a slip up there, didn't let it affect him, Um, did the interview. I mean, something that I think a lot of people pointed out rightly is that he ended up doing an interview after that. And, you know, most like most athletes in that moment are going to realize it was just such a like that's such a crap storm. And so they usually just leave it like, hey, not going to talk about it. Uh, Mito, man, just showing that showing that West Texas grit, honestly, just showing a lot of humility and growth in that and just responding to them and answering questions and kind of talking about the experience as a whole uh that should be like that should be applauded like that takes a lot of humility and you know i I really i really gained a lot of i had a lot of respect for him before that i gained even more by his ability to kind of take it on the chin and just be like hey you know it happens we'll get him next time absolutely we will get him next time and you will get us next time when um as we go into the offseason we're starting going into the offseason a little bit more uh, sports are winding down. We just talked about both golf and track getting into NCAA championships. Baseball is moving into the postseason. Um, and so that'll mean that we will start getting into more football offseason conversations, basketball offseason conversations, recruiting. Um, a nice announcement coming up pretty soon. Uh, so, uh, so we will be talking about all of that here on tortillas and takes jeremy is there anything else you want to say to the people uh in honor of ludwig anytime we talk about ludwig i want to give just a swedish idiom that's dumb but is good for just kind of the season of sports uh there's no cow on the ice uh there's no reason to worry people there's no cow on the ice sports go on the fall is coming if you've watched the first episode of the brand on ESPN Plus. It was phenomenal from what I hear. I watched. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, but there's fall sports coming. And there's a lot to be excited about over this summer. We're going to have some really cool guests on. We're going to have a lot of cool breaking news. XYZ. Stay tuned. We will do live watches and recaps of the brand. If somebody, if people put a, uh, give us a rating and comment on Apple Podcasts or on Apple Podcasts. If any, if, if y'all do that, we will do live uh, live watch watch uh, podcast episodes of the brand. Um, but only if the people want it. You got to put it on there, and then we'll do it. But we'll see. Um, only if people want it. So uh, for Jeremy Gillen, this is Albie Shore, and you've been listening to Tortillas and Takes Podcast. As always, stay wrecked, people. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? 
I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.